Yeah, I mean, I'm actually totally shocked because less than 60 days ago, uh, the, the leadership of Eskimo assured South Africa that they had adequate stock, coal stockpiles and they were ready for winter this year, as well as the new union negotiations, which typically take place in June. So typically, Eskom built up uh, stockpiles uh, to feed them through the mine closures over December. And then during the rainy season, again, they built up stockpiles because of uh, wet coal uh, or fine coal that gets wet. And then during the union season, prior to that, again, they build up in case there are union strikes so that they can weather those strikes. So uh, for Eskom to say that the Tarbo uh, hasn't got any coal, and uh, that used to be supplied by Anglo-American, it's just indicative of more foul play at Eskom and at leadership level. And uh, I'm, I'm, I've really got to blame the leadership because uh, they're the ones who put out the all's okay uh, notice less than 60 days ago, and they're the ones who are supposed to make sure that the contracts for keeping the pantry full of coal are in place and are properly executed. And if there's any singular failure of the new leadership at Eskom, it was to do the maintenance and to sort out the coal. The rest is actually quite easy, but these two things are primary, and they failed on both accounts. So with regard to the cold supply situation at Litabo, because from my understanding, the reason was it's because of the floods that some of the roads had become impossible. Does that make sense? Does that cut it? Um, yes and no, you know, but uh, Eskom's average, according to their own communique, was that they had over 40 days stockpiled at all the power stations, except for Madupi, which because of a contractual issue, is sitting with uh, more than 3 billion tons of, uh, no, I mean, they're more than, more than a year's uh, coal stock. In fact, probably three years with a stockpile. And that's because of a contractual issue. They try to sell the excess coal, but because it's uh, in no man's land up in, um, uh, in Depalale, uh, the, the rail cost to bring it to other, uh, other potential buyers is prohibitive. So Eskom's going to sit to that stock, coal stockpile until that, that power station closes. But uh, for, as for the rest, they, had a, they assured us they had a minimum of 40 days uh, stockpile. So we uh, Latava's coal suddenly evaporated too. Well, the rate must come and explain to us. So, and, and, and that's a good point, and perhaps we should get Eskom to respond to all of that. But then looking at the net effect of this, uh, 10 hours a day with no power, uh, that's catastrophic. It's almost suicidal for most small businesses uh, and general operations of society uh, as well, Ted. What would stage eight look like if we were okay, to get so, there? So, I mean, it depends on where who your supply is, because some of the municipalities are a little bit different to Eskom. But let me just give you a quick rundown. At stage four low tiering, roughly 25% of customers don't get electricity. At uh, level six low tiering, uh, we have, as you say, up to 10 hours of, of, of no power, and that affects more than 50% of the population. At stage eight low tiering, uh, you could have up to 16 hours a day low tiering or no power, and that is in excess of 60% of the population being affected. So, and in fact, uh, with more than stage four load shedding, we can't mine. So we haven't got anything to sell to our overseas customers. It's disastrous. And of course, you know, uh, sometimes people are out for longer than that anyway, uh, because for one or other reason, you, you stay off longer or the cables are stolen. And, and, you know, there seems to be no end in sight in that regard. Absolutely. There's collateral damage. Uh, Joburg's announced that they lost 800 uh, transformers because of load shedding switching on and off, and the transformers are not made uh, to be switched on and off 
firstly. And secondly, probably all of Joburg's uh, Transformers, as well as Eskom's Transformers, are way out of date with their maintenance plan. Those Transformers, on average, have to be serviced every seven years. In other words, they have to have an oil change. It can be done live. You don't have to decommission, as you used to do in the old days, uh, to service the oil in the Transformers. They've got a, a dialysis type of machine, like you, when you go to hospital, and, and it does it live. Uh, but these members, these, these, these the US sellers or resellers of electricity are just so badly governed uh, that they don't do the minimum maintenance that's prescribed by the OEM or the original equipment supplier. I mean, for heaven's sake, if you can't even service your equipment once in seven years, you know, what should take a couple of hours because the equipment's now all automated, then, then you don't deserve a job. Uh, those people don't deserve their positions and they should all be cleaned out and fired. So your assessment of the board uh, since they came to be and, you know, uh, their ability to at least lead the team to stabilize the grid and also President Ramaphosa announcing the imminent appointment of a minister of electricity during his sonar. Uh, but there's still no word about who this might be and how it would change the situation. Um, your views on that? Okay, so as far as I can see, the board has just been blown a lot of hot air and not done much. They started off with a fast trot, and in fact, I was contacted by some of the board members who wanted to know from me where the low-hanging fruit was so that they can boost their, their resumes and their egos. Um, I gave them some indications in the national interest, and lo and behold, I mean, these guys are so incompetent that they don't even understand what's going on at Eskom. And uh, secondly, it seems to me the board has hijacked the, the management of Eskom because, as the writer himself has said, since the new chairman has been appointed, he's had no words, no approval of his project. And in fact, he seems to have been isolated. And uh, that's confirmed because the last press announcement that Eskom had, uh, neither, the, neither the, none of the leadership were present in that, and uh, the uh, one of the directors was liaising directly with the senior management of Eskom and not with the leadership. So that's the, a problem there. And uh, as far as the president's concerned, I mean, how can you make a blow hot and cold on there's a disaster, it's critical, it's a big problem, I'm appointing a minister of energy as soon as possible, and then nothing. Well, we'll leave it there for the time being. And uh, Ted, uh, please get well soon. Uh, Energy expert Ted Blom on the line to us there.